0: welcome back to another installment of everything nhl i'm your host nathan and we're here with our hockey expert james kumar Hey, what's up man so so this week we're gonna go over thursday and friday's games we'll look at some pickups and then we'll preview saturday's games
1: yeah sounds good let's hop into it
0: all right. So let's start with uh, Minnesota getting a pretty solid win over Boston. They able to take this game three to two. Um, we had Taylor Hall in the first period for Boston and Kirill Kaprizov and Nicolas Stern for Minnesota. In the second period, we had Matt Boldy for Minnesota and Brad Marchand for Boston. No goals in the third period. Uh, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, we'll start with Minnesota. Great win here. It's unfortunate that uh, Kaprizov got injured after he scored, but yeah, uh, hopefully he can have a quick recovery and come back into the lineup. And then as for Boston, they were out uh, one of their best defensemen, Charlie McAvoy. So it was tough for them to stay in this game. Um, honestly, it's just going to be a, a bounce back for the next game, hopefully.
0: Hopefully. And I guess uh, moving on to the next game, we have San Jose versus Buffalo. Um, San Jose was able to take, get three goals in the first period and hold on to the lead the entire game. Uh, we had Matt uh, Nito, Timo Meyer, and Thomas Hurdle for San Jose in the first. And we have Jeff Skinner for Buffalo in the second and Zemgis Gergensen for Buffalo in the third. Um, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I guess starting with the Sharks, um, they got off to a quick lead, 3 um, nothing in the first. They were barely able to hold on, but they still held on for the win, so good for the Sharks. Um, and then getting to Buffalo, tough loss for them. It's their fifth in a row. They did try and come back in this game, but it didn't happen. Uh, Both of these teams have been sort of up and down. Uh, Buffalo's had more downs than up. And then for the Sharks, hopefully uh, their mediocre record can, you know, maybe uh, they can add some more wins to it and hopefully try and make a playoff push.
0: Sure. And uh, speaking of uh, two teams that are trying to make a playoff push, we have Tampa Bay with a dominant performance over um, the Calgary Flames. Uh, no goals in the first period, but Corey Perry with a goal in the second for Tampa Bay, and then three goals for Tampa Bay by Braden Point, Andre Pallet, and Alex Killorn, and Dylan Dubé with the only game for Calgary in the third period. Uh, what are your thoughts?
1: Honestly, um, Nikita Kucherov coming back for Tampa Bay from injury in this game really just gave this team a boost. I think he had a couple points in this game as well. They went up quickly 4 nothing. Out there in um in the first sorry in the second and third period, and then yeah, Calgary was only able to add one goal after that. Honestly, Tampa Bay they've been playing, you know, just like they they've been playing the last couple of years, just really solid overall. And then as for Calgary, you know they've sort of been you know uh, up and down ever since the pause. Um, they really need to start gaining some momentum. So hopefully they can I guess do that in the upcoming games.
0: Yeah, hopefully they get some momentum soon. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have uh, Columbus Blue Jackets um, versus the New Jersey Devils. Uh, New Jersey was able to take this game 3-1. to Um, We have Thomas Tatar for uh, New Jersey in the first period and Max Domi for Columbus in the first period as well. No goals in the second period, but we had Jesper Bratt and Jack Hughes for New Jersey in the third. Uh, What do you think about this game?
1: Yeah, both of these teams, uh, they're from the Metro Division. They're have around the same record, same spot in the standings. So, yeah, uh, New Jersey was sort of below Columbus, and they got a a clutch win over them, so they're starting to move up. So, yeah, both teams really fought hard for this win, and, yeah, good on New Jersey for getting it. And I I guess as for Columbus, they've, you know, started to dip a little bit from the beginning of the season. So hopefully, you know, in the next couple games, they can sort of bounce back and get a couple wins to sort of even out
0: their record. For sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have a pretty dominant performance by uh, Pittsburgh. They were able to beat Philadelphia six to two. Um, I guess uh, Pittsburgh had three goals in the first period. Um, Brian Rust with two goals and Jake Gunsell with a goal of his own. And in the second period, we have uh, Cam Atkinson putting one on the board for Philadelphia. And then in the third period, we have um, Evan Rodriguez, Jake Gunsell with another goal and Brian Boyle for Pittsburgh and then we have Oscar Lindblom for Philadelphia in the third as well Uh, what are your thoughts about this game
1: I mean for Pittsburgh it's their 10th win in a row they're pretty much the hottest team in the NHL right now Um, they're pretty much doing you know what we expected them to do I know a lot of other people said they would drop out of the playoffs but I mean if you have Sidney crosby on your team i think it's pretty hard to you know drop out of the playoffs he's just such a great motivator for this team they could end up winning their division on what all said and done the way they're playing and then as for the flyers they lose to one of their rivals and yeah they've been pretty up and down uh, one of those teams as well so yeah uh, it's just tough on the flyers right now they really need to get
0: things turned around yeah hopefully they turn things around soon And I guess, speaking of a team that was able to turn things around in this game, we have Dallas um, beating uh, the Florida Panthers in a shootout. So this game went all the way down to the wire. Um, Alexander Barkov in the first for Florida. Michael um, Raffle for uh, Dallas in the first. Um, Alexander Barkov again in the second. And Patrick Hornquist in the second as well for Florida as well as Mackenzie Weeger for Florida. And then we have uh, Dennis Kuriano for Jason Robertson, and Tyler Sagan for uh, Dallas in the second as well. And then in the third period, uh, we have Jamie Ben for uh, Dallas, and we have Jonathan Huberdeau for the Panthers. Uh, no goals in overtime. Went all the way down to a shootout. Uh, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, a good win for Dallas, honestly. They haven't played a game I think in like half a month it's been such a long break for the Stars um it's tough to get up for a game when you haven't played in so long but they played well went down to a shootout Pavelski and Robertson both scored for the Stars um in the shootout and I mean yeah um great win for this team Uh, not much else to say and then as for Florida we know that they're not really as good on the road as they are at home But then again, this game went down to the wire, so I can't really blame the Panthers for it. Both teams have been hot. Um, Stars more up and down. I think Panthers have actually been really hot. Um, I think uh, they had a four-game winning streak coming into this game. But yeah, good on Dallas for sort of getting the win here.
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel like this was a much-needed win for them. Uh, They've been up and down for the past couple of years, so hopefully um, they start an uptrend. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, moving on to the next game, we have Colorado uh, burying the Jets. Um, they were able to take this game 7-1, to one, so um, more than a dominant performance here. Uh, we have Mark Scheifele for the Jets, with the only goal for the Jets in the game. And then nazim Kadri in the first for Colorado. And then in the second period, we have um, three goals for Colorado by Gabriel Landis, two by Gabriel Landeskog, and one by Miko Rantanen, And then in the third period, we have um, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Gabriel Landeskog again, and Bowen Byram for uh, Colorado. Uh, what do you think about this game?
1: Honestly, there's not much else to say except Colorado is just pretty much routing the Jets at this point. They, they really just, I mean, they took control of this game. Like uh, the Jets got the first goal, And I mean, if you own either Kadri, Burakovsky, Landis, Gagbikinen, or Rantanen in Fantasy, you just had an insane game. These five forwards have just been added all year for the Avalanche when they've been healthy. I think Kadri's been the most surprising so far, but this forward group has been really solid for the Avs. And then as for the Jets, they've been up and down most of the year. Fired their coach earlier in the year. Honestly, they really need to get things fixed up. I don't know what's going on with them. But yeah, the Avalanche are pretty much looking like a contender at this point.
0: Yeah, it looks like um, the Jets were supposed to be, I guess, a playoff level team. But I guess um, the the Avalanche, they're looking like the team from last year, just varying teams.
1: I think it took them a bit of time to sort of get back to that. But I think, yeah, the Avalanche are officially back.
0: And I guess uh, moving on to the next game, we have a really surprising upset. Um, Arizona was able to beat um, Chicago six to four, a really unexpected result. Um, we have Dyson, uh, Mayo and Johan Larson for Arizona in the first, uh, Travis Boyd for Arizona in the second and Kirby Dock and McKenzie uh, Antwistle for Chicago in the second. And in the third period, we have Clayton Keller, Johan Larson with two goals um, in the third. And Jake McAbee and Alex Debrinkit for Chicago in the third. Uh, what do you think about this game?
1: Yeah, I'm actually surprised Chicago lost this. Um, they've had a six-game winless streak. It, they were sort of climbing up to, you know, being a, a respectable team. And it's just... It just fallen apart again for Chicago. I don't think they're going to have a chance to make the playoffs this year. Then, as for Arizona, I guess any win they get is pretty much uh, feels like a playoff win since they're few and far between. But um, yeah, they're pretty much just looking to the draft as they only have seven wins on the year. And that's all I have to say.
0: Sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have um, the Vegas Golden Knights defending the fortress against uh, New York. They were able to take this game 5-1. So a really dominant performance. Um, Jonathan Marchessault for uh, Vegas in the first, uh, Chris Kreider for New York in the second, and Mark Stone and Matthias Janmark for Vegas in the second as well. And in the third period we have Brett Howden and Jonathan Marchessault in the, for uh, Vegas. Uh, what do you think about this game?
1: yeah this is a game that vegas pretty much just said we're at home we're just gonna you know win this game and they did and they just did in a dominant fashion vegas has just been on an insane um swing lately um ever since their team got you know pretty healthy um they've just been winning a whole leap of games rangers have been a pretty hot team too They they have around a similar record as Vegas. So both teams are really strong. I don't think the Rangers need to panic after this. It's probably just an off game. They should be able to bounce back in their next games coming up.
0: Yeah, Vegas are a pretty dominant team, and they're at home. And I feel like Vegas is one of the best home teams, so you can't really uh, be too hard on them.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree.
0: And I guess moving on to the next game, uh, we have... Uh, the Nashville Predators uh, beating the LA Kings 4-2. We have Philip Forsberg and Matt Duchesne in the first for uh, Nashville, and then uh, Matt Luff for Nashville in the second, and Dustin Brown for LA in the second. And in the third period, we have Martin uh, Firk for LA in the third, and Yakov Trenin for Nashville in the third as well. And what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, Nashville's won 10 out of their past 12 games. Even after the pause, they've continued their hot streak. There's not much else I can say. This is one of the you know, top teams in the league right now. They just keep winning, even when we think maybe their streak's going to come to an end. And then I guess as for the Kings, another one of those up and down teams, they do have a winning record, but it's still going to be tough for them to get into a playoff spot in the West. They're definitely going to have to sort of put this game behind them and try and win some games coming up.
0: Yeah. I guess this is a really um, impressive performance by Nashville, even though they were a playoff team last year, but it looks like they were able to kind of take the next step.
1: Yeah. um, I think I heard an interview with one of their broadcasters and he said, this has been one of the most fun Nashville teams he's ever got to watch in a while. So they're talented. They're young. He says they're exciting. So I mean, hey, I'm going to have to agree with him the way they're playing. They they look really
0: solid. For sure. And uh, I guess Toronto and Montreal and Ottawa, Seattle were postponed, so we won't be covering those. So we'll move on to Friday's games now, and uh, we'll start uh, Friday games with uh, Carolina with a pretty dominant performance against Calgary. Uh, they were able to take this game 6-3. to three. Uh, we have uh, Blake Holman for Calgary in the first and Jesper Fast for Carolina in the first. And in the second period, we have um, Derek Stepin, um, Andrei Svechnikov, and Tony D'Angelo for uh, Carolina in the second. And we have Matthew Kachuk for Calgary in the second as well. And in the third period, we have Johnny uh, Gaudreau in the th- we have Johnny Gaudreau for Calgary in the third and we have uh, Brady um, Skay for uh, Carolina and Andrei Sveshnikov for Carolina as well. Um, what do you think about this game?
1: Yeah, this is just Carolina being dominant the way they have been all year and Calgary losing their third game in a row. I t- we just talked about Calgary um, losing to Tampa Bay. They now lose to Carolina. They've been such a strong road team. Now they just drop back-to-back road games. I'm not really sure what's going on with this Calgary team. I believe they they dropped one to Florida also earlier this week on the road. So one of the best road teams in the league has just lost three straight road games. So, yeah, tough uh, thing going on right now for Calgary. And then as for Carolina, like I said, they're just dominant. They're I believe they're at the top of the Metro right now. Yeah, not much else to say. They're really good.
0: Yeah, I guess it's been it's kind of tough for Calgary because I feel like they tend to have a lot of road games, so they need to be able to find a way to dig deep, even against really dominant teams that they've been uh, facing. So hopefully, um, they I guess catch on fire soon, no pun intended.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with you that needs to happen.
0: And I guess moving on to the last Friday game we have. The Washington Capitals falling to St. Louis, um, five to one, a really dominant performance by the St. Louis Blues. Uh, We have Daniel Sprong for Washington in the first period and Tori Krug for St. Louis in the first as well. And in the second period, we have uh, Pavel Buknevic, Oscar Sundquist and Ivan Barbashev for St. Louis and Pavel Buknevic with another goal for St. Louis in the third. Uh, What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, St. Louis really played a good game here. Um, What do they have, like an 11-game point streak at home? They're just playing really dominant. They're one of the more dominant teams in the West right now. Honestly, this loss doesn't normally happen to Washington, but I mean, um, I don't believe they are still fully healthy yet, so I'm not going to fully put it on them. It's probably just a one-off. I feel like Washington can bounce back. But yeah, good on St. Louis. That was a tough loss to Pittsburgh early in the week, but they just bounced right back and beat the Capitals.
0: Yeah, I guess beating the Capitals is always um, a good win.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And I guess uh, that about finishes the recap for this week. So I guess we'll uh, move on to um, some pickups and I guess we'll start with forwards. So, Um, who are some forwards that people can pick up.
1: All right, with forwards, um, I'll start with Robert Thomas from the St. Louis Blues. Um, In the game against Washington, he had two assists. He was plus two. Um, And even in the the game against Pittsburgh, he still finished with three shots. So even in losses, he'll still chip in in certain categories. He had two assists the game before that. And then he had a goal and was plus three in the game before that. So he's continually hitting different categories Um, he's, uh, what center right-wing eligibility in Yahoo under 40% rostered. So yeah, definitely go pick up Robert Thomas. And then for another player I have, it's Nino Niederreiter from Carolina. He plays both wing spots. He's also under 40% rostered. Um, in his, um, most recent game, he was plus one, one shot, four hits. So chipping in in different categories. Then the two games before that, he had a goal in each game. He had uh, five shots total and he had a power play point. So, I mean, another guy that's covering different categories, go pick him up. And then I have Tanner Janot again. Um, We talked about him. Um, He plays both wing spots for Nashville. He's a guy, I think he has like 10 hits in his past two games or something. Like he's just insane when it comes to hits. Um, He has a shot in each game as well. He's a plus one overall. And then the game before that, he had two goals, and he was a plus two with two shots and two hits. So, yeah, he's chipping in in all sorts of different categories. Go pick up Tanner know
0: Yeah, I really like Tanner Genot. He's, I feel like he's a pickup that he's going to be 50%, like probably by the next time they play. So I feel like he's one of those pickups that you want to um, get on right away.
1: Hashtag pick up Tanner Janot. <laughs> Tanner Genot 50
0: <laughs> I don't think we have to worry about him being under 50.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he'll get there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, for forward that I think people could take a look at, um, I guess you could probably take a look at Anthony Cirelli from Tampa Bay. He has nine goals, 11 assists. He's plus four with 63 shots. So um, pretty good all-around offensive forward that I think people can pick up. And I guess the next forward that people might want to take a look at would be uh, Garnet Hathaway. Um, He has seven goals, five assists. He's plus 11 and he has 60 shots. So again, pretty uh, well-rounded forward. Um, He's about 24% rostered, so he should be available in most leagues. And I guess my last forward would be uh, Tage Thompson for Buffalo his plus minus is pretty low because he's on Buffalo. He's about minus seven, but he has 12 goals, 11 um, assists and 105 shots. So in terms of offense, he's pretty good. His plus minus is pretty bad. So if you should only probably pick him up if you're not really too worried about plus minus. And I guess uh, that's about it for forwards. So who do you have for defense?
1: for defense i have alex Goligoski from the minnesota wild um he's been pretty solid i'd say in his last what four sorry his last five games he's had four assists he's been a plus three and he's had at least one shot per game and he's had almost two hits per game so yeah um alex Goligoski is covering almost every category and i mean he's doing it on like the second or third pairing in minnesota so He doesn't even need big minutes. And if his minutes increase, his production should increase as well. So go pick up Golagoski. And then the second guy I have is Eric Johnson. I mean, when you're playing on Colorado, I mean, that last game, he had what, like two assists plus two, a power play point, and he had two hits. So, I mean, he's a defenseman that's clearly getting power play time. So um, I guess even go to that game before um, against Chicago, he had two goals there. He's plus two five shots, and three hits. So production's clearly there. Um, It's under 40% rostered. So yeah, go pick up Eric Johnson.
0: For sure. And uh, I guess some defensemen that I think you could take a look at. um, First, I'll talk about Nick Jensen. Um, He's more, I guess, of a defensive defenseman. He has uh, three goals, seven assists. He's plus 19 with 44 shots. Really good for a plus minus. He gets a lot of hits as well. I think against New Jersey, he had two. Um, I guess last month he had uh, a bunch of, a bunch of hits. So, seventeen percent rostered. So he's uh, inv- available in most leagues. And I guess the next uh, defenseman that I think people can take a look at would be uh, Shane Gostisbehere uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's he's about um, six goals 17 assists uh 67 shots unfortunately he is minus seven but I feel like I mean uh, he's from the Arizona Coyotes my bad so yeah his his plus minus is going to be pretty bad but again if you're not really too worried about uh, plus minus you could probably uh I guess pick him up and uh that's about it for goalies so who do you have for defense
1: Actually, I'll move to goalies uh, instead of defense. Um, oh, yeah. I'll, okay, I'll talk about Tuka Rask again. I've been talking about him the last couple of weeks. His roster percentage is going up. He's around 45% rostered now in Yahoo Leagues uh, because he did sign an AHL contract, so he's doing a conditioning stint there before signing with Boston. Obviously, the, the AHL team um has postponed some of the games so he's kind of in limbo right now there's a chance he could be getting an NHL contract soon and if he does he could be playing some games for Boston and we know how he's been in the past for Boston so if you need sort of a goalie just pick him up put him on your bench for now and uh, yeah uh, there's a chance he could be starting by you know mid to end season
0: for sure and I guess um I think one deep league goalie that I think people could take a look at would be um, Anthony Stollers for the Anaheim Ducks. Um, He has six wins and his goal against average is 2.13 and the save percent is 0.932. So uh, in terms of stats, he's pretty good. He was supposed to have um, a start against Detroit, but that game got postponed. So I feel like he should be getting some starts soon. So I think he is a deep league goalie that, people can take a look at and uh i guess that's about it for the pickups portion of the podcast so i guess we can move on to some uh previewing saturday's games and we'll start with uh pittsburgh versus dallas and uh who do you think takes this game
1: i mean i think you just got to keep riding pittsburgh at this point i know dallas is at home but while the team's hot you just got to keep riding them until they lose their first game
0: for sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have Toronto versus Colorado. Um, do you think the Leafs can avoid being buried?
1: Well, I'm not sure because the Avs have been pretty hot and they're at home. This game's honestly a toss-up. I'll probably just go with Toronto as like a homer pick, but at this point, that game could go either way.
0: All right. And moving on to the next game, we have Boston versus Tampa Bay. Uh, pretty tough Uh teams have turned it around in, but do you think Boston can turn turn things around on Tampa Bay?
1: Uh, it's going to be tough. They might not have McAvoy again, so I think I might lean with Tampa Bay there, actually.
0: All right. And uh, moving on to San Jose versus um, Philadelphia, who do you think takes this game?
1: Ooh, that's tough. Um, you know what? Maybe the Flyers get a win here. Maybe I might go with Philadelphia. They're they're pretty due right now.
0: All right. And moving on to Florida versus Carolina. Two dominant teams, but who do you think takes this?
1: Ooh, Florida versus Carolina. Two good teams there. Florida's had a tough time on the road, so I think I'm going to go with Carolina because they're at home.
0: All right. And moving on to New Jersey versus Columbus, Uh, who do you think takes this?
1: This is a rematch. This time Columbus is home. I think Columbus gets it done here. Uh, Give me the Blue Jackets.
0: All right. And moving on to Nashville versus Arizona. Uh, Do you think Arizona can upset the Predators?
1: Well, this Predators team is a hot team right now, so I'm not going to fade them. I'm going to go with them in this game.
0: Yeah, I guess there's always next time for Arizona. And I guess moving on to um, Washington versus Minnesota, who do you think takes this game?
1: Yeah, this one's tough. Washington just came off a loss Friday night. Minnesota got a pretty clutch win. I don't know if Kaprizov's going to play. Maybe I might lean Washington here just to sort of bounce back, but this game could also go either way.
0: All right. And moving on to uh, Chicago versus uh, the Golden Knights. Um, do you think Chicago can, I guess, get the win
1: here? Well, this is tough, but I think you just got to keep rolling with Vegas at home the way they've been playing. It's been really solid.
0: All right. And moving on to New York versus Anaheim. Uh, who do you think takes this game?
1: Oh, yeah. This is another uh, tough toss up. Maybe I might lean with Anaheim a bit since they're at home, but this is another classic bounce back game for the Rangers. So, Uh, maybe I might go with Anaheim, but it could go either way.
0: All right. And moving on to uh, Detroit versus the LA Kings. Um, Who do you think takes this game?
1: Yeah, I think I'll go with the Kings. They should be able to bounce back in this game. Detroit's also struggled on the road this year. So, um, yeah, Kings haven't been too bad of a home team, so I think I like them here.
0: All right. And uh, I guess Seattle, Winnipeg has been postponed. So has Buffalo, Montreal, Ottawa, Vancouver, and Islanders versus um, Edmonton. So I guess that brings us to the end of the podcast. So do you have any final thoughts?
1: Honestly, there's been a lot of postponed games, like you said. Uh, the schedule's been a little lighter. Um, it's been great for teams to get rest, but the schedule's going to be getting heavier down the stretch. So teams got to be ready for a lot of games and a lot of nights.
0: Yeah, I guess this is kind of, um, I guess the part of the, the schedule where I guess teams have to find a find a way to stay um, fresh. Unfortunately, if you get, end up getting, getting a lot of games off, if you were hot, that could end up, um, meaning you basically lose all your momentum and then you have to find a way to pick up the slack again. So yeah, hopefully teams find a way to stay fresh
1: yeah i definitely agree it's tough for teams especially in canadian markets where there aren't games going on um for them to stay fresh so like hopefully a team like toronto can be ready for colorado for example on saturday
0: yeah for sure and i guess uh that about um concludes um, everything nhl for this week so if you liked what you watched you can subscribe hit the bell for notifications uh Leave us a like, uh, leave, leave us a review, give us your thoughts on the NHL so far. If you liked what you listened to, you can follow us on Spotify and you can follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. And if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at Fan Fan Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, and we'll see you guys next week.